Are you hungry but only have 30 minutes to meal prep? Then download my new e-cookbook, What's a Meal Prep, at successfitnessstore.com. You will get three step-by-step written and visual recipes for one high-protein meal that's under 600 calories. I'll help you cook fresh salmon, steamed fresh broccoli, and quinoa in under 30 minutes to help you stay on track of your fitness goals. So go to successfitnessstore.com to download your copy today. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is about helping improve your relationship with diet and exercise to achieve success in your fitness journey. In today's podcast episode, we have a special guest, Miss, she just told me, Nate Janine Williams? Nate Janine. Nate Janine Williams. Thought I had Perfect. it, but I didn't. <laughs> Nate has lost over 100 pounds. She is a wife and proud mother of five from and currently resides in Nova Scotia, Canada. Mm-hmm. Nate, is that how you say it again? Did I mess it Nate. up? Nate. Nate yeah. has earned her certification in health, wellness, and recreation, personal training, and nutrition coaching, coaching and also serves as the registrar board member and coach for Halifast Athletics Track and Field Club. She has established her own brand of apparel called New Journey Wellness in 2020, where she lives by the motto, invest in you and put yourself first. Without further ado, Success Fitness family, please welcome Nate Janine Williams to the podcast. How you doing? Perfect, perfect. Third time's a charm, right? (laughs) Always, always. So how's the weather where you're at? You're in Canada right now? Uh yeah, it's 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 been it's been rainy. Even today it's been overcast. It was sunny, then it was dark, now it's sunny again. So that's something typical for us. It's been it's a little chillier than normal, but it is what it is. We live on the water. So we take what we got. I got you. I got, how's yeah. the, the the winters there? Um don't really talk to me about that just because I I'm I don't pay attention to the weather. I just look at the window and I dress for the weather and I go. I don't mind the cold. I don't mind the heat. Some people think it's freezing. And yeah, there are times we can get to like minus 30, but I dress for the weather. So I'm good to go, right? I'm, I'm moving and grooving at all times. So I got you. I got you. Your body's yeah. constantly in motion then, right? Yeah. I got you. I got you. So tell me a little bit about your start to your fitness journey how did you get to a point to where you said you know what I have to lose some weight what was your heaviest and what was that moment when you said all right I got to do something we need to go back 10 years okay um if I can try and abbreviate as much as I can because it's definitely been a journey um go back 10 years I mean all through childhood I was not out of shape at all um, even into when I started um when I got married in the beginning have my first child still you know okay And then you get comfortable. You know how that goes. You get comfortable. Um, And I was still okay for a little while. And then the weight started piling on after baby number one. Typical response as most women, you start having kids, you get that weight on you, and then you have trouble getting it off. Um, And that proceeded to go through from 2001 right up into my second child in 2003. Um, And it came off a little bit. Not to where I liked it, but I was I was still comfortable and I was okay. Um, then I started having some health complications with baby number three. That was in 2008. And I had to worry about family first. You know, it wasn't about me. I wasn't even looking at my health at that point. I had a baby that had, you know, she needed a little bit of attention. So I worried about her. 
I was okay with that for a little while, right? So, you know, now we're going in 2010, 2011. I wasn't happy and I was at my peak. I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, you got how many kids? How many kids do you, you know, do you want to see grow up, get married? And I said, I have three currently of my own. I have two that, you know, I raised. I said, and I want to see them all get married. And she's like, well, you need to do something about your weight. You, you may think that you're happy, um, but you are 200 and almost 50 pounds. And that is a lot on your frame. So if you could just lose, you know, 30 pounds, you know, just do small lifestyle changes and come back and see me. Then we can talk. Just, I want to see if you can do it on your own. So I did. And I immediately lost 30 pounds in three months. And that was just, you know, lifestyle changes. Stopped eating the two plates of pasta, which was my vice. Stop going to the refrigerator at two o'clock in the morning. Instead of reaching for water, you drink for Coca-Cola <laughs> and drink it straight out the bottle like that. Chug a lug. That's what I used to do. Stop doing that. Weight came off immediately. It was 30 pounds. Um, and then you get those, you know, help me, help me, help me. How can you help me? How can you help me? It started there for a little while. And, you know, I was, I was helping quite a few people. And my husband said, uh, can you stop giving away your secrets for free? <laughs> stop doing it. You spend so much time on these, and specifically women and young girls, right? Specific, that, that was my main criteria. I was helping them. So I went back. That's when I got certified. That took almost two years. You know, I put me first. He said, go for it. I'm, I, I got you. Do what you need to do for you. And I kept, I, I got down to my lightest at 142. And I was, you know, a fitness coach. I was a learn to run coach. I was doing everything you're supposed to do. I was walking the walk and talking the talk. And then Christmas Eve, 2014, uh, I went to go pick up my mother for Christmas, as I always do, to bring her to my house. And my daughter found her in a bathtub. She had had a brain aneurysm. Mm. Um, I didn't know that specifically at that time. But once the emergency came, we went through all that. They pretty much said, say goodbye. Um, but she made it through. Everything's fine. But to make that story shorter, it's because she never put her first. My mm -hmm. mother was one of those caring individuals that she worried about, you know, that kid on the corner. You know, let me, mm -hmm. let me help you. Do you need anything? And she neglected herself. And that's how I felt that I was now falling into that trap of neglecting myself. Right. But I now had to be there for her. Right. Mm -hmm. So I literally spent six straight months in the hospital no joke straight months in the hospital make sure she was straight because we almost lost her a couple times during that time mm -hmm. hospital foods adding up the weight no activity is helping up the weight lack of sleep is making that weight jack up everything and uh, at that point i was another 30 40 pounds heavier by the end right mm -hmm. so again i wasn't worried about me i wanted to make sure she was okay right Got settled with her 2016. We got the call. My husband has cancer. Hmm. Again, it wasn't about me. I had to make sure he was straight. I had I stayed home with him and made sure that, you know, he was well and doing everything he needed to do to take care of him. Um, we got through that. Just finally settled. 2019, I went away on vacation in Dominican with the girls. And I was I was close to back to where I was in the beginning. Um I didn't, I didn't let off that role though. I was still, you know, walking around my bikinis. I was still feeling good and doing everything, you know, still trying to walk that walk and talk that talk, but I still felt like a traitor at the same time because I let myself down. I thought I was letting other people down. So I had to halt it. I said, you know what? It's not that I don't want to help you. I can't help you right now. I have to help me. 
So I had to put everybody else aside. My husband mm -hmm. said, and then what you got to do, go do you. January 6, 2020, I just woke up that morning. I looked into the mirror, you know, had a little cry and told myself that I love myself, but I had to prove it to myself. And it was that day that I turned it back around. I dropped the 70 pounds and now we're here today. That is awesome. That is awesome. Now with those obstacles, mm -hmm. which one was the toughest? Far as your mother. Okay. Mother. And what made that one the toughest out of my all? My mother of them? had her stroke <clears throat> at the age of 58. So she was still fairly young. Um, I'm now almost 48. So I'm 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 getting there. And yeah, it's been quite a few years now, but it's like I I always tell people that, that when they ask this question, I said, I want to be my mother, but I want to be like my mother, but I don't want to be like my mother. My mother's strong. She's tough. She's faced so much. COVID twice, you know, other, all these other ailments that she's had all this time. She's now in a nursing home. She's in a wheelchair. She can't feed herself for whole foods. I don't want to end up like that because she neglected herself. But at the same time, I still carry that same strength that she has. That's what the woman that I want to be like, right? So she's the woman that I look to all the time and say, okay, she can do it. So can I. Okay. So within that one, I'm trying to formulate that because mm -hmm. mothers are, mothers are in very important. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost my mother to complications from breast cancer in 08. And I believe, thank you. I think she was 56, 56, okay. 57. So when you said that with your mother's age, it, you know, uh, my mother kind of flashed in, in front of my eyes during, during that time. And that mm -hmm. is tough because, you know, during that time when, you know, she was going back and forth, getting her treatments and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. you don't you know at that time, I'm like, he'll make it past it because yeah. everybody, you know, it's like at that time, you know, from my knowledge of what I knew the little bit, and I'm like, you know, cancer, everybody survives it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. looking at the, the statistics and the negative ones that, you know, come out. So, um, you know, in, that, in your case, as far as with your mother having, having that stroke, mm -hmm. you're, you're putting these in the situation to where it's stressed and you're just hoping, hoping, hoping for the best. And you kind of deal with it in a different way. Um, in my way, I was, I think I was a general, yeah, I was a general manager of a pizza place and I had mm -hmm. pizza every night, <laughs> just pizza, mm -hmm. pizza, 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 pizza. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that caused a lot of weight gain from the standpoint of just stress. So by you saying that I can identify exactly you know, during that time, what it is, because you're just, you're trying to figure out. But in the meantime, you know, I still worked out. Just like and I'm pretty it. sure you did. You know, you yeah, got to find that's some it. Type and like, of if, outlet. And if anybody knows me and they see, I mean, yeah, I'm on Instagram, but Facebook is more my outlet because I just find my reach is different on Facebook because of the stuff that you can share. And so I have this one specific album that I put everything. It's called She Believes She Could. So she did. And it pretty much has probably a couple three, 4,000 photos and videos in there because it shows that entire journey. I never stopped eating well. I never stopped working out, but it wasn't clicking because I had all this other stuff going on, right? So I needed to get all that settled before I could really truly get to the root of what I needed to do. Gotcha, yeah, because that this the stress level, is you're trying to, you. You, you may not even know how stress got to you. Mm -hmm. You know, because you kind of kind of block your mind off because like, I got to be here for mom. I got to, you know, be strong and, and be mm -hmm. focused. And then it's you really look at yourself in the mirror during that time is in, in the house, out the house, in the house, Absolutely. out the house, sleep, you know, to the hospital, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, you kind of look up and you're like, oh, 
oh snap, you know, but you don't really think about it too much because you're caring and concentrating for somebody else. Now, once all that, you know, um, got through, you know, your mom made it, made it past that. And, you know, you dealt with your ordeal with your husband. And after that, what you say, did you say 2019 when you just decided to just really start focusing on yourself around that time? it It was after I came back to vacation. So I went to vacation in end of October and, Mm -hmm. you know, still pretty much getting acclimated back to being back. And then it was January. So after Christmas, you know, you're going through that, you know, your Christmas clothes list and whatnot. And right, I'm like, right. nothing fits, nothing fits, nothing fits. I'm yeah. getting frustrated. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, damn, no wonder. And that's when I actually physically, obviously I looked like that for a while. Oh, I got you. You're right, but, right. And, and it's the same. And I share, it's the same photo I keep sharing over and over. This is how it was. This is when I had that aha moment, January 6, 2020. 2020. And then what, a couple months later, then we're all locked down with pandemic for the most part. Um, So during that time, uh, did anybody or anything help you during that journey? Was it, you know, YouTube videos or were you just going off of your just knowledge of uh, what you knew or personal trainers? For the first few months it did, because for me, I know for me and myself, I'm all about accountability and mindset. Right. And so for the first few months, I did my own thing. And I was like, okay, you know what you're doing, girl, just do it, just do it. But still something was just not, I still needed something more. I needed some more, something else to hold me accountable. So I did find back then things were booming online. You know, you do everything at home. You couldn't do it. You couldn't go anywhere because of COVID. So I did find a fitness program online. I did that probably three cycles of that for a little while. It was coming off and I, I met communities. That's what did it for me was meeting more people online it helped for a little while, but again, I was still missing something else. So I found another fitness community, carried some of them friends over that I made. We joined over, but basically, again, it was about me and holding myself accountability. I did that for a year and a half, almost two years. And it got to the point where then I felt like I was doing it because it was called robotic and I wasn't enjoying it anymore. And I again, felt like I was not necessarily putting on a show, but out there for other people. Yeah, I was supporting people to say, yeah, you can do it. You got this. You know, look at me. I was like this at one point. But again, I felt like I wasn't really doing it for me. And so I basically had to let people know. So you know what? I don't think I want to do this anymore. I need to go back to me. I have those tools back in my mind now because me was the mindset. I need to go back to my grassroots and just start over from scratch and do me the way I know how to do me. And I've been doing that since that's going to be last September. Last September, I've been doing me the way I used to do me the right way. And it's been awesome. Awesome. Now, now did you find you had to become, I guess, more reclusive or kind of more isolated during that time when you said, as far as do me, you were involved in a lot of like online communities. Okay. No, no. And I, I didn't, I didn't disconnect from anybody. I pretty much told People that I really grew bonds with, I pretty much said, I need to go do this for me. And people would say, yeah, totally understand. Some people I didn't let them know at all. And they, I just continued to, I continued doing the way that things that people didn't know that I had left. Some people didn't even know. And so I just continued doing me. I still posted my videos. I still posted my food, all my work. I still do it. I didn't stop doing it because I already knew those tools. It was just, I just needed something to help me kick my own butt out of the way. I was in my own way. 
right? And I use these probably fitness platforms to, mm-hmm. to kind of help boost. And they did give me that boost. Right. And that's all I needed just to kick me out the way. And that's right. I stopped. And now when you mention substitutions from Coca-Cola to water, um, full sandwiches to probably a salad, can you give me some more examples of your nutrition during that during that time? Um, when you decided to, hey, it's time to do me. Now I have to go back to kind of square one. What were, at least from the nutritional side, what were some of the, you know, things that you substituted for? The only thing that, I mean, I, again, I've always ate pretty healthily for the most part anyway. I, I've, I grew up in the kitchen. Again, I learned a lot from my mother. But, you know, when you have mothers, they don't teach you about portions and stuff like that. And that was, that was my my issue was portion control. So I went back to my portion controlling. I started logging and documenting all my food like I used to before. Um, when I joined one of these other programs, it taught me a little bit more. And that's when I really started getting into the nutrition side of things. It taught me a little bit more of the way I was eating in regards to, they specifically called it carb cycling. And I'm like, okay, I always ate that way. That, I didn't know there was actual name for it. I just did, I, I just knew there were days that I wanted more and days that I needed less, right? Um, but the only thing that really changed for me is that I stopped eating meat. So I eat, I eat seafood, but I don't eat red meat, you know, pork, chicken, beef, that type of stuff. Um, I did for a little while, but just got to the point where I stopped reaching for it. I stopped reaching for it. And now I strictly am pescatarian and I eat fish only. Okay. So so what's your favorite dish to make? Um, Within Ooh. that parameter, what's your favorite? What's your Ooh. what's your one that you like? You know fight what? Words. Some, uh, listen, <laughs> one that say, you know what? Me? I'm a, I'm gonna make you a believer with this dish. What's your what's your favorite go to? Because you're go-to. talking to a cook right now, so I'm I'm listening right now. I'm gonna say, <laughs> if I really 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 need to turn, I there, there's two basically. I I have to have salmon and I have to have shrimp, and I have to have. I could eat those just by themselves all day long. It's just all on how you prepare your food, right? right but if I right. have to have a side, then I'll, I'll go with a jasmine rice or a quinoa. But I'm all about the vegetables. I could eat vegetables okay. raw, cooked, grilled, baked, not fried. Okay, okay. <laughs> not fried. I mean, I mean, I will do a fry on occasion. But again, I don't reach. not what I reach for. I, I got like you. fresh. You know what I mean? I right. like fresh. Um, even lately, I've gotten into making my own tabbouleh. So that's okay. like growing my own, you know, parsley and my own herbs and stuff like that. So that's, I like to, I'm, now I'm getting my hands into stuff. My husband built me a new garden. Oh, wow. So, yes. Oh, yes, wow. I bet I'm you that it. taste is unmatched and fresh mm-hmm. herbs and everything. Mm-hmm. So what's mm-hmm. your favorite way to prepare your salmon though? Do you like grilling it? Do you like baking it? You broiling I, it? I like it, it I like it baked. Okay. I do like it baked. And I like mine medium. Gotcha. I'm, I'm not one of those dry people. I can't. I just can't do it. I, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I just because my husband likes to dry and I don't, so I have to make sure that I take mine out first. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So, so simple things like that, just changing. Um, like you said, everybody's different, and yeah. nobody's saying this is what you have to do. This is just what you did that helped you. You um, reduce your sugar or pretty much eliminated fires from you know colas and you know sugary yeah. drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big thing too, when um, people are making diet adjustments is to stop drinking your calories so much too. Stop drinking them and, um, you know, just replace them fires with water because it's, it's just liquid. Um, and like you said, you have your 
jasmine rice as you know your carbs or quinoa quinoa is good i like i like quinoa yeah um far as vegetables and everything now when now you have your nutrition down mm -hmm. what were your your workouts like you know how long did you work out 30 minutes 45 minutes or you know what was a typical workout day for you for me and th this is pretty recent too. And I, I, I tend to listen to my body. And my main thing is I, I make sure that I get my, I need my sleep. Um, but I, I have to do faster cardio. I have to do faster cardio in the morning. Um, and then a couple hours after that, then I get my strength training done. My workouts have to be done before, no later than two o'clock. If I get anything later than two o'clock, then I lose out on my sleep because I'm just, I'm, a, I'm an energizer as it is. So if I'm working on later in the day, I'm jazzed and I, my next day is wrote off. And this just happened the other day. I was up working late. I couldn't get off the computer. It was 11 o'clock and I, I'm trying to put it down and I just can't because I'm too busy. And then I just knew the next third Friday morning, I was just like, oh, I can't move. I didn't get my run in. Yeah. I didn't do this. I don't mm -hmm. want to work out. It's now pouring mm -hmm. outside. And it's just, my day was just wrote off. I forced things out of me because I had to. Right. I normally where those would make me feel better it didn't because i was tired i was tired so and i i i'm a, I'm a heavy heavy now believer in you need to get your sleep your body yeah. needs to rest yeah true true yeah i'm the same way in regards to working out in the morning if it's anything i can do is at least like 30 minutes of cardio whether it's mm -hmm. incline walking or mm -hmm. you know two mile run yep. or stationary bike mm -hmm. because if i go the rest of the day come 10 11 o'clock it's just i don't feel like myself you know, not at all. It's a, it's a, it's a wrap. Yeah. Um, now with those workouts, what is your favorite muscle group or exercise that you like to do? I like everything, <laughs> but <laughs> if I have to choose, I do love working upper body for the most part. Okay. I love okay. my shoulders. I love my arms. Those are, those are my number one go-to. Okay. Now most what is it about the, the shoulders? Most women won't show that. Most women are going for them gloops. Yeah, yeah. Most women. That do. ain't me. Yeah, that, yeah. that I'm, I, I'm, I've not been one of those girls. That's just that. That's great for you, but that's not great for me. I like to be strong. I like to lift things up and put things down. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't care for legs. Anybody who's been listening yeah. to me for a long time know I have a love hate relationship. I mean, there's that. Don't get me legs. wrong. I work those body parts, but they're not. Yeah. They're not like I gotta go. Ahead. No, I'm no. Yeah, but that's that's not me. <laughs> I got you. Now, what's your least favorite? My least favorite is going to be core, and not and not because it's hard, but because I was in a car accident a couple of years ago, and I just find ever since then it's been my hardest because I I now have arthritis in my back, and so working in my core with the arthritis in my back can be challenging. I do find my ways and I work around it, but it's. I mean, my mind really got to be dialed in. I got to you. Work around the pain. Got you. Got you. So, it's kind of like yeah. that risk versus reward type yeah. of thing. And it's like, yeah. uh, I'd just rather do some shoulder presses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, doing pull ups like, now. Yeah, I'm in the pull up yeah, game now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can still work your core by doing standing shoulder presses. You can. So, you can. <laughs> so you got a, you got a happy can. medium. Yeah. Now, when you, or if you do, yeah. um, What's your favorite go-to cheat meal? What's your, cheat what's meal? Your, yeah. Hands down, nachos. <laughs> nachos, okay. Anybody okay. was saying, must have taken nachos. Okay, <laughs> nachos. okay, okay. Yeah. What do you like having on your nachos? 
Well, that's the thing because I don't eat, it's not about the meat because I don't put meat on them, but I, and I don't eat a lot of dairy. I'm, my dairy is very limited, even on a good day. But so, yeah, it's not, maybe it's not even really, a, and I don't call it a cheat meal. I call it a treat meal because I'm not doing treat anything meal. Wrong, I like that. Right? I like I'm that. not doing anything wrong. I'm just living. No, like um, but yeah, I don't know why I do call it that, but it's all loaded with veggies. And again, if anybody's seen them, it's minimal cheese, it's not a lot of cheese, sour cream, maybe. And I always have avocado and mm-hmm. I don't know why I call it a treat meal, but that's, that's my go-to. Anybody knows it's, my, it's nachos. <laughs> nachos, nachos for the win. Now, what major lesson did you learn about yourself when you reached your goal that you can share with those looking for inspiration? major lesson and I tattooed it on my body she believed she could so she did um get out of your own way you know your mindset is a powerful powerful your brain is a powerful tool as long as you dial in and know what works best for you and you set those little start little little tiny goals and that's what I did I started little tiny goals and just squash them and as I, those little goals got squashed and I did bigger goals, right? So I know that I can do anything that I set my mind to, right? I just had, I just needed to get out of my own way. And as much as, you know, your friends encourage you and everybody wants to be on your side, not everybody is your friend, right? And there are going to be those that are saboteurs. Uh, but you have to learn to just put them to the side and keep doing you. That's, and that's what I had to learn from you. You heard it first. Tell everybody where they can reach you at. They want to connect with you, whether it's on Facebook where you can get a little bit more personal or Instagram, mm-hmm. your website, anything. Let everybody know where they can connect with you at. My Facebook is pretty standard. It's my name, Natajanine Williams, and my Instagram is Life of Natajanine. Pretty simple. All righty. And I hope you found inspiration in today's episode. This brings us to the end of another episode of the Success Fitness Podcast. This show is sponsored by my new e-cookbook, What to Meal Prep for Beginners at SuccessFitnessStore.com. You will get three recipes for one high-protein meal that's under 600 calories, step-by-step written and visual instructions, and also a free workout e-book. Please join me and on my Facebook group, Success Fitness Family, and the link will be in the show notes or the description box. I want to thank you for listening to the Success Fitness Podcast. I want to thank Miss Nate, Janine, Williams for appearing on the Success Fitness Podcast. And until <laughs> the next episode, Success Fitness is the mindset. And remember, success is golden. Hashtag more weight. Peace out.